Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. And we are broadcasting live from the OC, gosh, largest mixer in the world, apparently, <laughs> here in Costa Mesa, California. I'm Rick Gerard, and I want to welcome you to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to discuss and deconstruct insights from top-performing entrepreneurs and industry experts. Every week, we uncover tested tactical solutions to solve your company's toughest hiring challenges. So today, our guest is Ryan Logan. Ryan is a certified financial planner, and I think you're the CEO of RAL Financial, right? Yes, I am. Absolutely. So I want to welcome you to the show, Ryan Logan. A little bit about you. Why don't you give the audience a bit of a heads up on who you are and uh, why you're special. Yeah, thanks, Rick. (laughs) Well, hey, it's uh, it's good to be here. It's good to be on your show. I appreciate the invite. Um, So I'm a certified financial planner and wealth builder. My focus is around planning for businesses, yep. so helping the businesses increase their value and ultimately their their wealth, yeah. uh, so that one day they can sell the business, maximize uh, their exit, so that they can uh, live uh, in complete financial independence. So a lot of the area that we focus around is in business succession planning, maximizing the sellable value of the business so that they can move on to the next chapter. And you said the key word there because the topic of our show today is succession planning, right? So we're going to talk about you're getting a little older, you want to exit your business, mm-hmm. and now you're thinking, okay, well, how do I... How do I pull myself out of this and still keep the value of the business, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're going we're to approach it from a little bit different angle because I'm going to let you do about the first part of the show talking about really the steps for planning and then uh, the execution piece. I'll, I'll join in a little bit more, especially when we're talking about finding the right person. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. So walk me through. I'm a guy and uh, I want to retire from my business, but I, I don't want to shut it down. I mean, what options do I have right, first off the bat? Yeah, so, well, let's take a step back. Um, in most, most business owners, their largest asset is their business, right? Yeah. So all, most of the closely held business owners, small, medium-sized businesses, uh, the business is their largest asset. Um, and when I sit down with a business owner and I ask him, you know, what got you into the business? What, what, Why did you start the business? Um, they'll tell me what the reasons for that. And then I'll say, so why are you working so hard every single day to continue to run this business? Yeah, right. And I, I'll say, is it is it providing an income or a lifestyle for your family? Um, is it doing some greater good in the community? Uh, is it because of your employees? You love your employees. You want to make sure they have a place to work. And ah, 99% of the time, it's providing, the first reason it's providing a lifestyle and an income for their family. And then also, we love our employees, want to make sure they have a place to work for a really long time. Um, And then I talk to them about one day being able to get value out of the business. So one of the things I'll run for them, and I do this complimentary for all my clients, we'll put together a business valuation. Sure. We'll get about five different values. Four of those are going to be similar. They're all going to be pretty close in value. Okay. The fifth value is going to be how much you would have to sell the business for so that your family can continue to maintain the lifestyle they were accustomed to. So we started this business. It was providing a modest well, lifestyle for our family. They can also do it without selling the business, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 
The problem with just planning on selling the business is it's usually not going to provide enough to live on uh, in retirement. Yeah. So what we want to do is we want to tackle this from two different prongs. One is we want the business to start funding a retirement plan for us. Sure. And then we want to focus on building the value of the business and more importantly, building the sellable value of the business. So when we do walk away and move on to the next chapter, that large amount will fill in the gap in our retirement plan. Got it. So a lot of what we're talking about today will be the succession planning and how do we build that larger value. Yeah, and, and with most companies too, the, really the value of the company is the CEO in most cases, right? Most closely so, held businesses, absolutely right. So you have to really figure out how to get them to... Well, to, to essentially exit themselves out of it, right? Yeah, so when you look at values of businesses, mostly, especially in the service space, uh-huh. most businesses are predominantly dependent on the owner. They're going out generating all of the leads, building all the relationships, generating sales. And so you have to think of your business, if I was going to sell this to someone and they're going to come in and buy it, what would it be worth to them if I'm no longer in the picture? Yeah. So what we want to keep in the back of our mind is we want to build a business to where it can function without us, essentially. So once we build a Which business... Is the, the hardest right, thing for an entrepreneur to actually work on the business and not in the business. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're going to pull yourself out of the business, who has to be in the business for it to still run itself, maybe not as successfully as while you were there, but close. Yeah. Right? So... That becomes a big part of building value of your business is making sure the right people are in place sure. and the right programs are in place to make them want to continue to grow and stay with the business even after you're gone. Because an outside person looking to purchase it is going to want to know that there's a phenomenal executive team in place, there's great management in place, and they're going to be able to continue those relationships that were built with your customers yeah. even once you're gone. So really there's two options here. Yep. One is you sell the business, second, you keep the business running, you just instill management in there so that you can effectively step away. Yeah, and if we do a good job of, of building this team, then you could choose to never sell the business. You just take on a chairman's role and you still get all the residual income and all the profits from the business uh, without actually selling it. And that's why you'd hire me to do that piece. And that becomes a very <laughs> important piece of the puzzle, absolutely. So plug there, my bad. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> okay. So you've done the you've done the actual kind of planning. So walk me through where do we where do we go next? We 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 come up with let's say we we come up with plan A. We're going to effectively sell the company. Yeah. So so uh, we'll we'll take a step back and we'll look at okay, what are your retirement goals? How much are we going to need in retirement? And then how much are we going to have to sell the business for? So we can kind of work backwards to get to that number. Got it. Then we use some tools that we have to analyze the business. We'll have a survey that a business owner can complete. It takes about 13 minutes. They complete it online. Tells us all about their business. It'll give us a full report with recommendations on the specific changes that they can make and the improvements that they can make over the next several years as they decide uh, to build closer to this sale date. So uh, we'll run those tools. Those will give us specific recommendations. And then we'll work with them throughout the next several years to really build and increase the value of their business so that they could sell if they wanted to. Got it. Okay. Man, i got to tell you, this is the first time I've done this not in a studio, and it's really <laughs> distracting. <laughs> I see all kinds of food over there. Luckily, you're facing this way. You can't see any of this. Good thing there's not a mirror behind you. I know, right? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so option two. Yep. You're going to build it for succession. I mean, you're going you're to install a management team in there for yep. succession. What do we look at? 
Well, first off, we need people that can run the business without you. So every business is going to be different, yep. right? Uh, and usually it'll be an executive vice president that you'll cultivate into a role where they can essentially run things. Now, the tough part that comes into play is, do they want to? So how much control do they want? If they would want to own the business, then they actually become a good secession candidate that you can sell to the people within the business. More often than not, that person doesn't want to take over and have the responsibility of fully running a business, but you have to identify people who are going to be willing to at least run the business without ownership, right? Well, I would imagine if you're a successful business, I mean, at some point, you probably have some management in place. Mm -hmm. You pretty much just have to replace yourself, right? Yep. Um, so if you've got, I mean, let's look at most of the clients, like just as an average that you work with, yeah. what, what, what does their corporate structure tend to look, look like for it? So typically there's an owner, CEO, president. Yeah. They may have an executive vice president or they may not yet. They may just have managers okay. um, that need to get promoted or at least one of them needs to get promoted to an executive uh, vice president. Okay. And then we'll probably see a few different managers of different departments and then kind of the rank and file after that. So we've talked a little bit about trying to get the right person in there. Then addition to, in addition to that, we need to implement the right benefits package to incentivize them to want to stay and grow with your business. Yes. So, and it's not as simple as just giving them a raise or giving them an executive bonus plan. We need to create things that have a vesting schedule that create what we call golden handcuffs. Oh, absolutely. So that so that the employees incentivized to stay with the company and not go leave to a competitor. So very true. The you other know, and, oh, and especially with somebody who's already at the company. Yeah. I mean, you've got to make things better so they don't leave. Because mm -hmm. if you if you lose somebody at that point, I would imagine that could be completely devastational for the business. Yeah, and from a planning a planning perspective, we have to look at them choosing to leave the company, or what if something happened to them and they passed away or they became disabled and couldn't work anymore? It has the same effect to the business. So when we're looking at business planning, we're, we're looking at incentive programs to keep key employees with the business, yep. but we're also looking at protection plans to protect against the loss of those of those key employees. Oh, okay. So you're talking about like maybe key man insurance? Key man life insurance, okay. key man disability insurance. I guess key person nowadays, key person life insurance and disability insurance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's move it forward just a tad bit. Right. Now let's talk about, um, well, actually, I think that's really about all of that right there. Yeah. That's, Those that's, are the that's, two main pieces. Before we break mm -hmm. into like, let's talk about how we recruit. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. So. Uh, we're talking to Ryan Logan, the president and CEO of RAL Financial Insurance Services. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about how to execute a strategy and how to effectively build your next person into your company just to, uh, to get you moving. We'll be right back. Listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard giving you access to recruiting techniques that will help you hire key talent to build your company towards real success. Rick is a recruiting executive and entrepreneur who's been successfully recruiting in the aggressive Silicon Valley technology landscape for the past two decades. After a very successful stint at Apogee, he founded Stride Search in 2012. Based on a lean efficiency model, Stride has uniquely positioned itself as a leader in retained search for the most critical talent hires within a small organization. Whether you're a startup executive or recruiting professional, by listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard, you will walk away with skills to help you attract and hire great talent. Now back to Higher Power with Rick Gerard. 
And welcome back to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard. We're talking with RAL Financial uh, President and CEO, Ryan Logan. Ryan has been telling us a little bit about succession planning and how you effectively um, exit your company when, when the time is ready. So um, now we're going to talk a little bit about, okay, let's, 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 we've come to the conclusion that, hey, we're, we want to kind of keep the company running and we want to set up, actually, if you're setting up for sale or if you're setting up for you to exit the company, you still probably have to replace yourself to do that and no longer be involved in the business anymore, you need to replace yourself. Uh, or if you're going to keep it and take on more of a, a, a distant role where you, you still uh, are more like a chairman or a chairwoman and you oversee everything and you still want to be able to participate in the profits of the company without physically selling it, you still have to replace yourself because you're not going to be involved in the day-to-day action anymore. Uh, absolutely, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're replacing ourselves, yep. which, you know, yeah, I've been trying to get myself fired from my job for a long time. <laughs> it's just not working. But um, all right, so now do we approach it differently from a financial perspective if you're going to sell versus if you're going to um, essentially keep keep yourself on as a chairman? Yeah, so if you're planning on selling the business, we're just looking at making things run and look as pretty as possible for the purchaser. Yeah. Right? So we need so to make sure we have... everything sh- in place. Yeah, we'll keep people in place and it becomes a little bit more important to make sure there are the right kind of programs and incentives in place uh, to protect the business uh, from them leaving. So a purchaser is going to want to know, okay, well, owner's leaving. They were the, the rainmaker. They were the ones that were involved in all the sales and the relationships. Um, but at least we're going to have a sales manager that's involved who does know all of the people that are there. And they have a, uh, an incentive program in place where they're going to be around for the next five to seven years no yeah. matter what. So that's but when that becomes really times, important. A though, they, they insist that the owners stay around, right? Yeah. For at least a period of time until the transition comes into play. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Their own management. Yeah, usually that'll be a part of the contract that the owner will have to stay around for a year or so just to um, transition over all the customers uh, and make sure there's a smooth transition. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. There, there usually is a time period that they will be around for a little while. Okay. So we've, we've covered that. I mean, you know, that, that's going to be, I think, different upon whatever case. Yeah. A sale. All right, so staying on, though, I think this is the part where it's probably a little bit more uh, important that you you focus in on bringing on the right person, right? Absolutely right. Now it's still your business. You're depending on its profits. You're depending on, on the income and a lifestyle from it. So you want to make sure that not only it's going to be able to continue with with you out of the day-to-day operations, but that it's going to be successful. Yeah. Now you actually want the business to continue to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, and, and in some cases, actually, if, if you hire the right person, the business will grow probably above and beyond what you were able to do on your own. That's probably true. So this becomes a triggering event where the owner's actually looking at their, their structure and their employee base and deciding, wow, maybe it's a good time to make sure I have the right people, when realistically, they probably should have done this a long time ago. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you just don't want to give up things because you're so used to it, right? That, Control, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, so um, now we're, now we're going to move forward to actually building a team, right? So uh, what are we going to look for 
when we want to replace a CEO. I think you really want to have somebody who's got similar values and actually somebody who brings a lot to the culture that's already been established, which is probably the trickiest part, I would imagine. Yeah, I, that's, that's really important because you figure that's really important because they're going to be plugging in with the, with the rest of the employees. Yeah. Right? They're now going to be running the organization which had the same employees there before. And uh, and the same culture, yeah. right? So things are things shouldn't change much once the owner's gone. Well, they do though, yeah. And they probably will, yeah. You know, and sometimes you know, depending on the situation too, maybe the new CEO needs to shake things up a bit, yeah, and rattle the cage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I think as long as they're mirroring, I think the key thing is always mirroring the culture and the values of that CEO that's exiting. Yep. So maybe a different skill set, maybe a better skill set for the company, but still keeping those cultures and values consistent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I recommend, you know, again, that whoever that person is that you bring into this role, you really have to provide them room for stretch. And so give them the ability to grow into the role as opposed to finding a CEO who's already done it and who is just kind of doing the same thing just at a new company and essentially they'd only be moving just primarily for the money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the earlier you can do that, the earlier you can start the process, the better. So really grooming somebody to take that role is probably the best way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what then, you know, do you advise your clients then to start planning for this like a couple years in advance? I mean, oh yeah, ideally we have five plus years okay. to plan for for them to to take on succession and hire the right people and really position the business to either sell for the highest value or for them to walk away, uh, maintain ownership but come out of the day to day operations. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, like in your talks though with them, as far as succession planning goes, um, how do you? Is there a financial piece or is there a piece that you're putting into play that you guys are talking about on how to attract and keep that person engaged? Absolutely, yeah. So we'll actually draft up uh, employment documents that include their bonus structure or their incentive plan. Usually we'll install a supplemental executive retirement plan for those key employees. Got it. We call them a CERT plan. Okay. um, So that they can stick around for a long time and they can envision even retiring with the business as well. Awesome. You know, Ryan Logan, I really thank you for being here. I know it's a little loud and a little distracting, but um, man, thank you for investing your time in today's with, with me today and, and talking a little bit about your business. Now, I'm sure there's quite a few people in our community that would love to get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to reach Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned before, we do complimentary business valuations for all of our clients. Uh, They can call the office at 949-444-5059. Or they can visit our website at ralfinancial.com. It's spelled out R-A-L-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L.com. Look at you, old pro. You're spelling it out. Boom. (laughs) All right. So um, welcome to the Higher Power Radio community. I'm really happy to have you on board. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So I want to thank our listening audience for tuning into this week's live episode. Um, a quick thanks to our team, our engineer, Paul Roberts, our producers, Andrea Ballin, Shanti Ryle, and our executive producer, Kim Iverson. To listen to this show and any past episodes, you can check us out on Hire, that's H-I-R-E, PowerRadio.com, or Hire Power Radio on iTunes. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Hire Power Radio Show. 
or you can follow me on Twitter at Rick underscore Gerard. Uh, check us out on our live stream, which uh, airs every Tuesday at noon. Um, this week on OC Talk Radio, we're having a guest by the name of Ken Schmidt, who's the founder and CEO of Turning Point Executive Search. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard on OC Talk Radio.